Beauty standards in the West have so many women and Muslimas chained and imprisoned without them even knowing because they want to reach those standards so bad and they want to fit in. But what if I tell you the beauty standards in Islam and what Allah tells us are so much different and that they actually allow you to be free and they allow you to free yourselves from those chains. And that's what I'm going to be talking about today, inshallah. Today we're going to be exploring beauty standards in Islam and how they differ from Western standards and how you can free yourself from the shackles of the beauty standards in the West. So I hope you enjoy. Hello everyone, Assalamu alaikum. Welcome back to Peace of Mind. My name is Amira Abdullahi and I'm your host. I hope you all are doing good, inshallah. Today's episode, the topic, I feel it needs to be said. It is very important for, you know, you guys to listen to and the women out there, the Muslims out there to listen to because, you know, it's a... It's a big problem that a lot of women have. You know, they're not confident about themselves. They think that, you know, oh, I need to fit in. I'm not I'm not perfect. I don't look like that. I don't look like that girl that I saw on Instagram, on the magazine and all of this. And, you know, we need to actually be able to free ourselves, like I said in the intro, from the shackles of the Western standards and what they put in our minds that we need to be like. We need to learn what actual beauty is. So, inshallah, that's what I want to be talking about today. And it's it's crazy subhanallah like a lot of even teens and young women and girls you know they see these magazines they see these people on instagram they look so perfect clear skin and all of this the body's nice slim and all of that and they see it every single time especially on instagram when every girl's probably posting like in her bikini or something and they just feel so jealous about it or something you know but the thing is no one is perfect of course these women also have editors you know they have people that touch up and do photoshop there's so many photoshop and all of this and they're you know, damaging, you know, these young girls' minds and making them think that that is the beauty standard, that we need to live up to that and we need to reach that. But that does not matter. That also creates jealousy within yourself. And what we do need to learn and know is that Allah created us in the best way. He created us in the best way. So you can't be looking at them and be jealous, you know, because Allah created them and they still, they're not perfect because like I said before, they have the Photoshop and they have edits that like wipes out those like um, pimples and those dark eyes. Like they have that. They're not perfect, but they're creating in your mind that they are. They're not. Nobody is perfect, but Allah created us in a perfect way. See, like our character is not perfect who we are. You know, even if we have, say, you're insecure about your nose or your mouth or your chin or I don't know, okay, some something about yourselves. For Allah, that is perfect. You know, He created you that way because He wants you to be that way, and He knows what is best for you. And He is the Creator. You know, He's the Creator of everything, all the worlds. You know, Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alamin. He's the Lord of all worlds. He created literally everything. So even if you see like, you know, the sunset. You're looking at the sunset, the sunrise, something beautiful in this world. You know your Lord created that. Everything that your Lord created, there is beauty in it. You know, there is beauty in whatever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created. So even look at yourself, look in the mirror. Allah created you. He created you. You know, so if you see that sunset and he created that and that's beautiful, look at yourself. He created you as well. So you are beautiful. He created you in the best way possible and even in um surah atin ayah 4 allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says we have certainly created men in the best of stature in the best way we created him in the best form so allah subhanahu wa ta'ala even tells us in the quran he's reminding us that we have that he has created us in the best way 
there's nothing to be changed about us and if you want to change yourself then you're not being grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala you think that you are not good enough but he created you the the lord who is perfect no he's unique nothing is wrong with him he's the most perfect he's the only one who is perfect but everything all of us we are not perfect all of men we are, none of us are perfect except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he's the only one who is perfect so if he's the one that is perfect he created you in the most perfect way you know so subhanallah we need to keep that in our minds that there's nothing wrong with that and even think about this you know the angels all the angels you know whenever adam alayhi salam was created whenever we're all you know the beginning of creation right all the angels bowed down to us he bound they bowed down to humans to man so if the angels the angels who glorify Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who you know are so big who are glorious who are full of light and all of that they're probably like in your head you think that they're so much you know like they're bigger than us and you know they're better but why did they bow down to us think about it why did they bow down to us like what's you probably think what's so special about us but subhanallah they bowed down to us Allah told them to bow down to us because we are so special we are different we have balance in us we have you know we have this soul no one has a soul except men we have a soul and a ruh in us that makes us special makes us connected to Allah we have this type of goodness in us subhanallah so it doesn't even matter about your outer beauty but it also matters about what's inside and what's in your heart if you're connected your level of righteousness basically if you're connected to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or not that's literally all that matters. Anyways, all this world, this whole world is going to be gone anyways. It's going to be dust. It's going to be crumpled up. We're just going to be going to the day of judgment. We're all going to die. So even this body that you want it to be perfect so bad, why do you care about it so much whenever it's just going to be in dirt? It's going to, you're not going to have this body with you in the afterlife when you die. You're not taking the body with you. You're just taking your soul. Your soul is the only thing that matters. So we have to make sure that your soul is actually good and you know pure and right and good so full of so much light you know because that is what we're taking with us to the afterlife for that to be judged to see how our character was and not on not how we looked not to see if we had any pimples on you know if we had any dark eyes and circles all of that that does not matter that does not matter but you know the western society you know the western standards they just care about so much about oh this person's so pretty or so hot or all this you know they only care about the outside and they're only focusing on that and that itself it's degrading and devaluing the woman just looking at her body and her skin like they're not even looking about they're just objectifying the woman they're not even looking about what like her heart or her soul if she's actually good or not but they're just objectifying women subhanallah and that is also what shaitan wanted that is another trap of shaitan because if you think about it remember if you know the story and i need to probably make an episode about you know the story of adam salam and the beginning of creation because it's subhanallah it's whew, very eye-opening but shaitan he did not bow down to us right he was the one that he was a rejected the outcast he was an outcast that did not want to bow down to us because he was arrogant. He was jealous. You know, whenever in the Quran, I think it was Surah Araf, he was like, oh, yeah, the men, they were created out of clay and I'm created out of fire. Like, why should I bow down to him? A person made out of dirt. But the thing is, we weren't only just made out of dirt. We had the soul, remember, the light. We were made out of balance. 
and all of this you know what we know what is right and wrong when we have our morals and all of that but of course we have our ruh, our soul the most powerful thing that is our super weapon our ruh. we have to use that like subhanallah but he did not bow down to us because he devalued us and he didn't even put it in his mind that we had you know the soul he just said oh yeah that they're made out of dirt and i'm made out of fire i'm better than them why should i buy down to them that is also an arrogance that we should not have so that is why he didn't bow down to us because we were made out of dirt now whenever people also also sorry again with the story of adam and you know adam and eve and hawa alayhi salam you know um whenever shaitan told them whenever uh adam and hawa they were in jannah and the allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told them not to eat out of this specific tree right and he told them not to do that and there's so many trees in jannah so many trees you know but just this one specific tree just don't eat out of it and it's jannah right there's literally infinity amount of space unlimited amount of space and probably so many trees inshallah we all be granted jannah and be able to reach your amin say amin but then shaitan whispered into their ears he's whispered and told them oh you know if you go eat out of that tree you know allah just doesn't want you to be an angel he doesn't want you you'll become an angel if you eat out of that tree or you like become better and you become um what's it called immoral and you'll have immorality like you'll be able to live forever right so he told them, oh, if you eat out of this tree, you'll be able to live forever and you become an angel. Now, the thing is, he is already making them lower because he is not acknowledging the fact that being human as well is a better gift, is a greater gift. That's why the angels themselves bowed down to humans. But he's telling them to change who they are. That's the trap of shaitan. He wants you to change who you are as a person. He doesn't want you to be human. But anyways, whenever Adam and Eve... They went to go, um, they took a bite out of that, whatever, they ate it out of the tree. And what what happened right after that was that they became, you know, naked. They So they tried to grab a bunch of leaves to cover themselves up because they didn't like that being naked. They felt so insecure about that. But you see, right after they ate out of the tree, they became naked. And that is exactly what shaitan wants to happen. Because whenever you become naked, think about this. It's kind of a lot of logic, but just think about it. We are We are basically animals, right? Kind of not really, but we're different because we have the soul and we have the ruh. That is what makes us different from other creatures. But and we we wear clothes, right? We wear clothes, and that's what makes us different from animals. Say like a, of course, you know, like a monkey, right? Of course, the scientists, you know. But anyways, they compare us with monkeys, right? But the difference is that we have the soul and the ruh, and we have clothes on. We have different clothes. But if we start taking off our clothes, and if we forget why we are so special and that we have a soul and we have this superhuman power if we start forgetting you know that we are special and that the angels bow down to us and we start you know taking off our clothes and forgetting that oh we want to we're like it's a good thing to be human then what are we going to become what are we going to start becoming just like the animals just you know all naked just not thinking just like no soul no no the superhuman power that is what shaitan wants us to you know become he wants us to become lower and lower and lower and all the creatures you know even the animals were made out of clay and all of that right so that's why he even said oh i'm made out of fire and he's made out of clay he's just making us lower so we can become like animals quote-unquote animals right take off our clothes you know like show our body off subhanallah and you can see it happening in the western standards of beauty you know right now in the western society in america you can see 
all of that happening where so many girls and people are just taking off their clothes for no reason they're getting even worse and worse that they're you know the clothes that they actually wear are basically nothing they're just bikinis at this point they're nothing subhanallah and they're not even thinking about like how that is just devaluing themselves they think that you know it's a form of confidence in that, oh, yeah, I can show off my body. You know, my body is mine. No one can tell me what I can do with my body. But that is the total opposite of what you are doing, you know. And they get so mad whenever the men, you know, just like wants, want them or whatever, right? They get so mad. But like, why were you dressing up like that anyways? You were not supposed to show off. You're making yourself like an object that any person, any guy can look upon. And I always like this um, analogy. I don't remember where I heard it from. But say you have a diamond, right? diamonds are rare where are you gonna keep like or you say you have gold or something very valuable where are you gonna keep it so no one can steal it you know where do you keep that diamond or gold or something there or pearls you know where do you keep it in a in a safe in a lock so no one can get to it and only the person who deserves it or knows about it you know before it figures out who they are can get to that diamond and that gold and that is why we have but it's, that is why we have the hijab as well you know the veil to cover ourselves because we are that diamond. We need it. We can't just be showing off, you know, because then someone will steal us and they'll just be using us and they'll make us not even valuable anymore. Because, you know, when something's in a lock and a safe, that makes it seem, oh my God, so much more valuable. Like, oh, that's like important because it is locked in a safe. But if you take out that diamond and just let it be on like a dining table or a kitchen counter, that's not really valuable anymore because you're making it like nothing. It's nothing. So that is what the Western, you know, standards happening. These women are just becoming like a diamond on just like a table that is something that's not special at all. They're acting like it's normal, but what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told us and created us to be, he told us to cover ourselves up for the woman here. He told us to cover ourselves up because we are so special and because he, we have to value ourselves and he values us so much more than just showing off our bodies. And because we have a thing to get, we can't, you can't just objectify us and look at our bodies you have to go through who we are you have to look at our soul you know we have to look at our heart and see if we're close to god and our righteousness and that hijab the hijab is so beautiful subhanallah because it redefines what beauty is you know it redefines and tells us that oh beauty is not your body it's not how your hair is not about you know the makeup it is not about your body or all of this or just the all the aspects of what Western standards, you know, are doing, like your hair, your body. No, hijab and Islam are totally different. They're telling you to just know who the person is, you know, see if they're righteous, close to Allah. And all that also shows you because these women are putting their bodies and all of this on display, that we are putting our faith on display. We're saying that our faith is so much stronger and we believe in our faith and our faith, you know, values us so much. And that is why we wear the hijab. You know, so many people like non-Muslims think that women are being, um, what's it, like discriminated upon or like Islam is cruel to women because we have to cover up. But it is, subhanAllah, it is the total opposite, the total opposite. It is actually bringing us higher and valuing ourselves because it's saying that we are not going to put ourselves on display for anybody to see us. We have value. We have something special with us. So if you want to, you know, see me on display, I guess you have to know who I am. And that is why, you know, the whole marriage thing you have to you can't touch you have to always be with three people and not just you two all of this there's so many rules before you can actually get married and all this like getting to know that person because you want to know who they are and not just look at them like an object and then treat them badly like they're not even you know human like they don't have a soul because they're like displaying themselves so subhanallah 
the hijab it's it's so powerful and it's such a blessing from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mercy that we be able to you know value ourselves and put ourselves on a higher pedestal and not like lower ourselves and make us seem like animals who don't have any clothes and like we're just made out of clay that's it we're just dirt no we have soul we have ruh we have a heart we have righteousness you know we have more than just our body and our hair and our appearances we have our heart subhanallah in hadith the prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam said allah does not look at your outward appearance and your wealth rather he looks at your hearts and your deeds so again that proves and you know goes with what i was saying before how you need to focus on your heart and your deed and whatever if you beautify yourself for allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and not care about beautifying you know so much of your outward appearance and you beautify your heart and you do good for allah's sake then so many people will start coming towards you it doesn't matter when you stop chasing people and what they want and you start chasing allah subhanahu wa ta'ala those people are going to come no matter what and these are going to be good people because they see oh my god like they see the light on you they see how you are connected to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and how you have iman. So they feel they feel compelled to go talk to you and be your friend or something because they also want that good. It's also a part of our fitrah. You know, we want to be good. We were created as Muslims anyways before, right? And also, I'm not talking about like you can't dress up nicely, right? No, I'm talking about like the makeup and all of that, but like the makeup to do just for men and to um, fit into the standards and all of that no we shouldn't do that and talking about external like dressing up nicely you can't do that in another hadith um the prophet ﷺ said no one will enter paradise who has an adam's weight of pride in his heart a man said what if a man's what if a man like likes his clothes to look good and his shoes to look good he ﷺ, said allah is beautiful and loves beauty pride means denying the truth and looking down on people so as you can see you can still dress up nice. Allah is beautiful. He is the definition of beautiful. Like, he created beauty too. Like, all of this world, all of these nouns and names and all of these things, beauty, pretty, all of that was created by Allah. It, the origin is Allah. All of this love origin is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Like, I think it is also in Surah Araf, Allah taught Adam all the names of everything. He taught him everything, all the names. So even beauty. So Allah... He is the definition and the origin of beauty. So Allah is beautiful and he loves beauty as well. But you have to read the right beauty, the beauty that you do for his sake, wearing the hijab. That is such a big, you know, form of beauty. Because you're just saying how just, I, I said it before, but it's just so beautiful, subhanAllah. And if you want a whole nother episode on the hijab and all of that, you know, send me a DM, you know, write a reply, let me know because I will, inshallah. But Allah loves to see the external beauty of his slaves, which reflects his his blessings on them. So whenever, wait, sorry. Allah loves to see the external beauties of his slaves, which reflects his blessings on them and the inner beauty of their gratitude to him for those blessings. So whenever you have the external beauty, external beauty and you're dressing up nice, but then also in your heart, you're being grateful for that, that he sent down those clothes, you know, and that able to have those shoes and just the clothes that you're able to have to have that nice appearance you can dress nice but you also have to be thankful in your heart so that also shows the inner beauty of gratitude towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so Allah loves beauty and words deeds and you know clothes and sometimes outward appearances and he hates ugliness and words deeds garments and outward appear appearances so like the ugliness and the bad garments and basically wearing no clothes right that is not 
that is not beauty that is ugly right and all that outward appearance like wearing, wearing too much makeup and all of this makeup like things you know that's pounding on so much makeup to change who you are again that is from shaitan because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told us in An-Nisa ayah 119 shaitan said and indeed I will order them to change the nature created by Allah Subhanallah, I'm going to repeat that again. And indeed, I will order them to change the nature created by Allah. So shaitan is already, subhanAllah, you can see it everywhere in this world that so many women and people want to change who they are. They want to change who they are, who they were created to be. Probably the one who is the most perfect by the creator. So why do so many people think that they um they know better? That, oh, this is not me. I can change myself. No, that is how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created you. The, the one who's perfect, the creator, the one who knows everything. Like, he is so wise. Like, why do you think you know more than him? Look around you. Look in this world. Look at the beauty in it. He created all of this. And it can go away in a flash, in a second. And it will because of the day of judgment. But anyways, whenever Shaitan said that he will order, order us to change the nature of us. And you know how so many people get nose jobs and all these jobs is lip job or whatever they're changing the nature that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave them so we can't fall into these traps okay we cannot fall into these just traps because even today you can see how much makeup is becoming a part of just you know the daily regimen and the like the amount of cosmetics and all these like trying to fix your face because you don't like this but love how Allah created you be proud of how Allah created you and be grateful to him and love who you are because he created you, you know, because you know that the one who is the most merciful, the creator, you know, the most high, the most great, the creator of everything. If you know he, the Lord of all worlds, your Lord, my Lord, our Lord, if you know that he created you, then you will have no problem with anything, with any flaw of yourself, not flaw, but any, you know, insecurity of yourself. You would have no problem because you know I'm. I have to be perfect. I'm perfect. He also says in the Quran that you are created in the best way, and because you're created by the perfect, you have to be perfect. You know, not like perfect like in character, but any insecurity that you have, if you're I don't know your nose is crooked one way, something your chin, and you don't like that, but know that Allah created you that way, and if he put that for you then it is what is best for you. So you can't even complain about it. And also, if you remember, I said before, if you keep in mind that you're gonna live leave this body anyways don't be so attached to it and i don't know if i said it in a past episode but i'll say it again whenever whenever you're close to dying right and your soul is about is being taken out in the quran i don't remember what ayah but it is said in the quran that for the disbeliever their soul would be like yanking it's like say you have you know your hair whenever it's really tangled up and you have the comb and you're trying to comb it out and it's like really painful that is going to be like that trying to take out your soul just like ripping out your soul from the disbeliever subhanallah that is because they're so attached their soul doesn't want to leave their body because they're so attached to their body they forgot that this world is temporary this world is nothing like it's just going to go away and they're going to die so their soul was so attached and that is why it takes so much power and it's so painful to take away their soul from the body because they don't want to leave this body and also because they know that they've messed up and they didn't listen to the warnings. But for the believer, you know, the soul will be taken out so lightly, like it's nothing. You know, no pain, nothing. Like like a water just dropping, like a droplet, just so easy, just there. 
just out so easily. And that is because the soul is not attached to the body. It doesn't care because they know that this world was temporary. They know that they have a better home to go to. They know they have their actual home waiting for them, which is Jannah, inshallah, you know, which is Jannah. So that is why their soul is being taken just easily out of their bodies. Because this body, it is only for this world. We're going to get new bodies and all of this. And you can't, your mind can't even imagine. But, you know, in the afterlife, we're just going to be so different. I think, I don't remember, I think it was a hadith or, hadith or something. But we're going to be even like 60 feet tall. Like, we're gonna, it's going to be so different. This body that you are in, it is not going anywhere after you die. It is staying, you know, it's going to turn to dust. Your soul is the only thing going you know, to the hereafter and to day of judgment, all of that in a different body. So don't become even so attached to your body. Don't become so attached to, you know, how you dress your hair and all of this. If your nose is crooked, if you don't like how your eye is shaped, come on, you know, don't be so attached. And also remember, like I said, the Lord of all worlds, the Lord who is the, the best of creators. Go look at Allah's names. Go look at Allah's names and reflect on them, especially Al-Khaliq, Al-Khariq, Al-Musawwir, the fashioner of forms you know, the originator. Go look at all those names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and ponder all over them and see how, how, you know, powerful Allah is and he is the best of creators. So there's nothing you can do but be grateful and love Allah for creating you who you are because that is such even, that is such a privilege to have the Lord of all worlds to create you and then have the angels to bow down to you because you have this ruh you're so special and you're so different you know and you're high but don't get arrogant about it as well don't get arrogant make sure you just be grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for who you are and that you know you can't change it so that's yeah just like you know who you are and that's kind of what I wanted to talk about today and inshallah this helped you and this reminded you who you are and to free you from the shackles of you know the western standards because it is really bad out here seeing all these posts on Instagram magazines. I don't know. But they want you to take off all your clothes. They want you to do this. They want to put you on display and all of this. They want you to put so much makeup on to change who you are, to become different, you know. And also there's another hadith that I, I just remembered. You know, um, Islam forbids us from doing anything that would change the way we look. So in a hadith it says, Allah has cursed the woman who does tattoos and the one who has them done the one the woman who plucks eyebrows and the one who has it done and the one who files her teeth for the purpose of beauty altering the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that is narrated by al-bukhari so Allah has cursed those people the people who who changes how they are and alters what Allah has created like that is not a good thing because it, we are the creation of Allah we are Allah's property so say you have like um an example your friend told you to to hold something for you and to take care of it you know, to take care of it and like they're giving you a lot of responsibility over it and it's really important, it's really special and you can't like have a scratch on it. They want you to keep it, just safekeeping, you know. But then you start like, oh no, there's something wrong with it and you start like painting over it or you're doing something and you're changing it and all of that. We don't even have the right, I mean, the person who was like painting it or say you were painting it and changing it, you don't even have the right to be able to do that because that, whatever your friend or whoever gave you wasn't even yours. So I hope you can like, relate it back to what i'm saying but i'll try helping you out but we are allah's property we can't come back you know in this world and be able to change who we are whenever this body was never ours you know if you know what i mean this body was never ours it was allah's we are his slaves so we need to be grateful and we need to always always keep in mind that allah knows better than us he knows who we are more than we know he is closer to our jugular vein he is closer he's close to us even closer to to us than our jugular vein 
he is so close to us so he knows who we are so we can't think we know better and that this part of my body is so ugly and bad no it does not matter Allah created you in the best way you are perfect in his eyes you are perfect in his eyes so stop you know being so sad about this one thing and focus on beautifying your soul and your deeds and your actions because that is what is going to be going to the hereafter to the day of judgment that is what's going to be judged you know so make sure you try doing as much as good actions and beautify your soul whenever you beautify your soul already the nur on you will start just coming to light the nur on you so many people try to just be drawn to you attracted to you because they see this beauty in you that's not because of your body and say you're wearing an abaya and all of this and you're covered up but people still want to come to you because they see the beauty of your soul already and it's just like showing out subhanallah may we all be able to reach out where we have this nur on us amin where we have this light and we are just not so worried about just like the standards and trying to fit in so much i mean because also whenever we try fitting in so much and we try so hard to wear so much makeup for the people and we just want to fit in we are becoming imprisoned we are not doing anything for ourselves we are not free at all because we are trying to do things for someone else and even for a human not even for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the Lord of all worlds. Just for a human, someone like us. We're trying to do something just to please them instead. So we are basically a slave to them. And that is a form of shirk as well. If you're just trying to do everything for these, for the society, for your friends, for, I don't know, your lover or whatever. You're trying to do everything for them and please them. You're becoming a slave for them. Not Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we are Allah's slaves. So how are you going to answer to Allah on the day of judgment? Okay, so inshallah, this episode, you know, brought you to light and sh showed you that you you are perfect and you are loved by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because he created you in the best way. And there's nothing about you that needs to be changed except that you just keep working on your soul and your heart and your iman and continue to do righteous deeds and continue to get closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So yeah, that is the beauty standard Islam teaches us. And that is what we need to reach and not try to fit in with the Western standard because that is not right. That is not the way to go. That is not the straight path. So may Allah guide us to the straight path and may Allah allow us to be able to have nur, you know, on our faces, be able to connect with our soul and care and have righteous good deeds and be able to focus on our soul and not focus on, you know, our body. May Allah allow us to be strong and wear, you know, modest clothes and not fall into the traps of shaitan i mean may allah allow us to be able to reach the beauty standards of islam and be proud of it and be happy with it and be satisfied and protect us from following the western standards i mean so i also want to remind you that you can have fun and beautify yourselves according to the sunnah but also remember it is your inward beauty and not your outward appearance which makes you most beloved to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so if you want to be loved by allah focus on your soul and your heart May Allah allow us be able to focus on it and be able to let it grow and make it so bright and so light. I mean, I also want to share a dua before, you know, I end this episode. And it is a dua when you're looking into the mirror. So you can say this anytime you look into the mirror, memorize it, search it up as well. But it goes like this. Allahumma anta hassanta khalqi fahassin khulqi. I'll say it again. Allahumma anta hassanta khalqi and it means, O oh Allah, just as you have made my external features beautiful, make my character beautiful as well. SubhanAllah, I love that dua. 
I love that dua. I'll say it, I'll say it one more time altogether. Allahumma anta hassanta khalqi fahassin khulqi. Oh Allah, just as you have made my external features beautiful, make my character beautiful as well. Ameen, ameen. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and I hope it really helped you out. And inshallah, you know, let me know if you guys need any help, any Muslims out there, women, if you need any help, DM me. DM me. I'm here to help you, okay? And inshallah, this episode really did help you, motivated you, and inspired you. And let me know. Write a review, especially on Apple Podcasts. Do it so you can join the Sadiqa Jariya and show other people that you've learned something so they can also learn something as well. So write that review, write a reply on Spotify and all of that. Uh, my Instagram is at, at underscore peace of mind 99. And that is the same with my TikTok at underscore peace of mind 99. And my Twitter is at P underscore O underscore underscore M 99. So go check that out. You can DM me on any of those. I think you could probably the best one be Instagram. DM me on Instagram if you need anything. Honestly, I am here. I'm here to help you with anything. Inshallah, this episode, I really hope this episode helps you guys all of you guys inshallah you made it to the end to hear all this beneficial talk and write a review let me know also this podcast is available on basically every platform i've opened it up to every platform out there there's like iHeartRadio. radio there's amazon music pandora um i don't even know what other there's like a lot of places so anywhere that you listen to podcasts go check it out it's probably there inshallah but yeah, like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, the main three are there as well. So write a review, reply. And also, if you really love this podcast and you want to see it grow and you want to also be a let it be you want to be a part of the Sadiqa Jariya for this podcast, support this podcast by, you know, paying a small amount every month if you like, you know, just to support it and let it go. And inshallah, I'll be using that money towards this podcast. So again, whenever I'm recording and letting out, you know, these good beneficial episodes then you can also get the reward for every person that listens to it because i'm using your money for the equipment if that makes sense so do that as well it's probably it's, the link is in my bio so go check that out thank you so much i'm so grateful for every single one of you may allah reward you all and may he grant us all janatul firdos i mean thank you for listening and i'll see you next time Ma'asalamu.